Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to an exciting fifth show on the Influencer Channel. So excited to be back in D.C., back home with my family, my four-year-old, who is forming amazing sentences like, that was humongous and humumbrous and things like that. So I'm so glad to be back. And I just got back from Orlando, where Doctors Who Rock, who are actually changing the face of medicine and wellness by risking their lives to actually take on how to do holistic and natural forms of uh, remedies for cancer, uh, all kinds of other ailments. So that was really exciting to meet those people. And also I went out to uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale specifically, to go to the Good Life Accelerator and meet my lovely friends in the mastermind there, Stephanie Frank, uh, Bryce and Cliff and Joyce. Thank you so much for an amazing mastermind. So I want to get right to the show because we have a gentleman here who is going to be doing Morse code for most of the show, and he'll be doing impersonations of Jerry Seinfeld for the other portion. And at the very end, of course, you'll hear him say something. So Jess Toddfield has trained clients from the United Nations, IBM, JP Morgan, AARP, otherwise, if you guys just want to say ARP, USA Today, the World's Children's Wellness Foundation, <clears throat> Land Rover, USA, and I also believe he meant to say the United States of America. Edelman Public Relations, LinkedIn, the American College of Emergency Room Physicians, which I, was, I wish I was longer, uh, Scripps TV Network, North Face Apparel, and the ASPCA. And we're going to find out first and foremost what that stands for. Todd Feld brings with him 13 years of experience as a television producer on a national level of networks, including ABC, NBC, and Fox. During that time, he booked and produced over 5,000 segments. On the other side of the camera, Todd Feld has hosted, reported, and even earned a Guinness World Book record as a guest, the record for most interviews given in a 24-hour period, and that is 112 interviews in that period of time. And I thought I was doing great. I was going to contact the Guinness World Book of Records. I've done two years, five weeks, and I've hit 106 episodes. And when I saw that, I was like, I'm not even going to bother writing against World Book Records. So Jess, welcome to Amplified. Thank you very much. Or as I, we were joking beforehand, we're going to do the whole thing in Morse code. We have to really upset everybody. Why would we want to upset everybody? We're just being cute before we started. Yeah, well, that's the, if you want to do Morse code the whole time and really mess up people and get really them pissed at you and never want to go to your event, then continue doing that. But I am so excited to have met you at Author 101, and you are a dynamic force. I mean, your, your sense of humor, uh, connection with people, I, you're, you're a natural, so I was so excited to get you on the show. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, you know, it's, it's funny as you say uh, natural and Ken saw me speak and we also got to know each other we at an event from people who either want to be authors or uh, are authors and want to take themselves to the next level and I was a speaker there um, talking about speaking and how people <laughs> can uh, get paid as a speaker and all that but um, yeah you know it's funny as you say natural it's kind of like in my mind overnight successes which is exactly <laughs> you know it takes at least you know 10 years to become an overnight success 
<laughs> for most people, right? It's, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And they're like, well, I've, you know, done things. And I say that as a word of encouragement, really, to everybody's tuning in because they may say, well, there are some things I'm pretty good at, but, um, you know, how can I at least look like a natural or an overnight success? And the good news is, you know, if you work at something, certainly being up in front of people and speaking, you can look like a natural or an overnight success, even if you don't feel it right in the beginning. Well, Jess, what do you think of this comment? Because I've, I've heard it said a lot of times that talking is the new communication. What do you think of that? How do you react to that? Well, I, I think that probably being on the Internet, if you're a millennial who's, young, who's slightly younger than me, um, they don't, <laughs> don't want to text everybody. And not even that. It's just a friend of mine said, we're not even sending words anymore. It's like flashcards, you know, it's just uh, emojis. And um, so I, I think that's really where we're going. Just everything, business, it all in emojis. Do you think we still have to, what's that? I was going to say, do you think that speaking on the big stages is going to go to everyone actually sending emojis to the audience so they can actually get what they're really trying to say and feel? Yeah, that's going to be my professional recommendation. Get up and on the stage. Only use emojis. <laughs> of course, today's show is bad advice. Bad advice. Um, no, the, the, I think there's always a place for being a good and, and great, ideally, communicator. And whether it's, we mentioned, you know, on a stage, whether it's that or a small group or one-to-one or talking to your boss asking for a raise, or, you know, being, uh, having a yearly evaluation, I think there's always a place for being a strong or magnetic communicator, somebody who people just say, wow, there's just something about them. I, you know, I want more. I want to, you know, I want to be talking to that person. Um, even for the introverts who are listening in today, there's a way that they can be more interesting, more dynamic. And it's just about, deciding that that's something that you want, you know, want more of. So, yes, well, I, think, I, I think it's possible and important. Well, I think that Steve Martin said it best when he said, some people have a way with words and other people, uh, they, uh, they um, uh, well, they have no way, I guess. And so that was just such a brilliant comment from him. No way? Uh, oh, right. <laughs> no way. That, that's right. No way that... Well, you know what? I mean, as you say that, I mean, my brain is thinking of both funny answers and real answers. But um, people just need help. You know, we're all kind of floating around. Nobody, uh, I, I have two kids. You mentioned your four-year-old. I, I have a, a 12-year-old son and a 17-year-old. And that other kid we don't care about? No, I only have two. Um, <laughs> it means so terrible. Um, but we, we uh, the 17-year-old's actually taking a course in high school for uh, public speaking. And obviously people, you know, have taken courses along the way. Um, but for the most part, you know, we have just basic, uh, you know, anxiety related to the time somebody forced us to do it. Maybe we took a course in high school. Maybe we got bad advice, probably. Um, and it's not something that we continue to work on, but it's something that shows up every day. So, and, and the good news is, I mean, for people here, I know you have a lot of listeners who are um, entrepreneurs or some have books. Um, not everybody is. Some people have their regular jobs but just want to, you know, be, make more happen, make more money. You know, if they had to talk in that 
yearly evaluation. The good news is that it's that there are skills out there for tightening it up, and I don't want to be vague. I feel bad that I'm, I'm now. I feel like I'm being vague, uh, so I'm happy to get specific. But to you know, just make it where you stand out. Stand out strategies, basically. Well, I think before we go too much further in the show, there is one question I think a lot of the audience is probably asking. When I was giving the uh, the bio of you before I brought you on the show, a lot of that was a lot of that was made up. Can we cut to the chase? What what in there was real? Well, I hope it's still all real. I'm a big fan. I know we live in the age of fake news, um, but I'm still a fan of actual facts and telling the truth. I'm oh wow! So that's kind and of refreshing. I'm not casting judgment on which politicians, because um, they are on, uh, on all sides, all sides, as they say, um, are, are, do that along the way, uh, meeting the politicians on both sides of the playing field. Um, but Ken, is, <laughs> Ken and I, had a, we met, we instantly had a fun back and forth. I said, you can say anything you want and tease me. Um, but for everybody out there, I'm still a fan of the truth. So tell the truth. And if I All don't right, want well, to answer something, because <laughs> now Ken will be like, I'll use it for evil today and ask Jess the truth of their questions. Um, the, part of my, my business and what I do is, is speaking training or speaker training, depending who you are, where you show up. And a subset of that, media training. I'm a former TV producer. So I, I say to people when it comes to interviews, you don't have to answer anything, but you need to give some short answer explaining why or giving some other facts. Um, you know, if I said I legally I can't answer that, but hey, here's something else I can tell you. Um, but if you just say I'm not going to answer that and no comment, people just get annoyed and tune out. I, I can't agree less or more. I, I'll agree. Ken, exactly. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I just want to quickly go against so, what I just said. <laughs> how did you connect with uh, Rick Frischman in, in Author 101? Yeah, we were at Author 101, that, that fun, interesting event. Rick Frischman is the face of it, for folks who don't know. Um, he's been doing it for 15 years. And longer than that, so, somewhere in maybe 20 years or more, I, I thought it was that we knew each other 10 or 15 years, but I think I'm realizing it was somewhere in the mid-'90s. Uh, when I was a TV producer, I would pitch. He used to own a PR company, a public relations company, and they would – they would pitch me to be on one of my, one of the shows I was on. And I worked at ABC, NBC, and Fox. I worked at a variety of shows, usually in cable news. Um, but they, they would say, you know, we have this author, we have this person. And I didn't really interact with him um, often, but we crossed paths. And as I was transitioning into having my own business, uh, I would go out there and I would speak. And we were both speaking at a Mark Victor Hansen event. Uh, that was actually called Mega Book Marketing. And Mark, you may recognize his name from Chicken Soup for the Soul. They sold over 100 million books. Um, uh, 450. He and 450. Jack Canfield. What's that? What's that? I think it's 450, believe it or not. Uh, 450 million? I believe so. I, I've heard that several times. That's why I'm just. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, and they, they had since spun off. Um, I know at, at one point the number they used to use is uh, over a million books, but that may have just been. The first one, because they spun it off, they have all these, you know, chicken right. soup for the, um, I don't know, chronic dieters. So 
I don't know. It's usually <laughs> things like the entrepreneur's soul or the doctor's soul or the chiropractor's soul. So they have all these different uh, versions of that. But he and I met at that event, Rick Frischman and I, and I said, oh, your people have been pitching me for years. And he was speaking there and I was speaking there. And we also hit it off. And, and you know, we just, he invited me to speak at some of his events. I mean, this is back the, you know, late 90s or, or early 2000s. Um, I was just, I was not doing my, what I'm doing now. I was not running a business yet, but I was certainly headed in that direction. And I'm sure it made him look good to have a TV producer, a current TV producer there. Um, but, you know, as a lesson to everybody in telling, you know, the, you know, my various stories, the lesson is, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. You should always try to um, be helpful to people. That's one of the secrets. We're giving away secrets, everybody. You know, be helpful to people. Offer lots of value. Uh, I'm sure I did something that was helpful to him. Um, I obviously at the time had something he wanted, which was his people to be on my show. Um, so, yeah, I did that. We headed off. And now years later, 2017, I ended up still speaking at one of his events and met Ken, who's a <laughs> powerhouse in his own right. If you've ever seen Ken in person, if you haven't seen him, you've got to track down the schedule and you've got to go see Ken in person because not only is he a great speaker and, and a super nice guy, but he has an interesting way of meeting everybody in the room, which is he brings his camera and every single person was in a photograph. He sometimes is in the photograph with them. Uh, and then, and then they were up on the big screen. They were on social media. Every person in that room knew Ken. It was a networking tactic that I hadn't quite seen in that way. So Ken nicely done. Well, thank you, Jess. I, you know, there's so many things I want to talk about before this segment ends. And so I, I want to talk about the fact that you gave so much value in your in your presentation, Author 101, that I knew I wanted to work with you because you're the type of person that when you create an event, you want people to leave, whether they're, they're buying, they're going to buy later because they're so enamored by the fact that you created value and you changed their life. So if you gave some really good pointers at that event. Uh, if you wouldn't mind just sharing a couple of them, uh, specifically one of them about uh, how to get a referral. How to get a referral. Oh, yes. And, and I'm going to give um, credit on this one to the person who I originally heard uh, say this, which is, let's see, Bill Cates with a C. So this is really important, um, which is all of us would love more referrals um, and other people to sing our praises and connect other people to us for more business. And the problem with referrals is the word referrals. That's the problem with it, which is it sounds like, hey, Ken, can you reach out to people who know you and ask them to open their wallet for me? Right. And Ken's like, I feel uncomfortable with this already. <laughs> yeah, tell them. I have this guy, Jess. This is what he does. He helps people to become magnetic speakers and to be able to, you know, get, I have opportunities to be out there using those techniques. But, um, you know, you're going to pay him X number of dollars, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to open your wallet. And, um, and that feels weird. So there's a better way to do it, which is you don't use the word referral. You use the word introduction. So if I say, hey, Ken, I noticed, and this is an even a better layer of doing it. I noticed, see, Ken, on your LinkedIn or um, just because I, I heard that you know this other person. Let's say it was Rick Frischman. I noticed you know Rex Frischman. I don't know him yet. Uh, would you be willing to make an introduction? I have a feeling that I could be helpful to Rick and 
you know, maybe I'll even give him some free content that I have that can help him with his programs and seminars. Now Ken looks like the good guy. In fact, not even just the good guy, an amazing connector of people. So 99.99999% of the time, Ken is going to say, uh, yeah, of course, I'll, sure, I'll make an introduction. Um, and there's no pressure on a sale because you're, two people are just getting to know each other, right? You don't want to, it's like on the first date asking someone to, to marry you and make babies. <laughs> it's, it's too soon. Um, so, yeah, so you just, introduction, that's the word. And then if you want to make it even better, then you say, when Ken says, sure, you say, I'll tell you what, I'll write up an introduction email to you that just, it's short, it just basically says, Jess meet Rick, Rick meet Jess, Jess does these things, Rick does these things, and discuss. And you make it easy on the person doing the introduction. You say, um, you can use whatever part of this you like, I just want to make it easy on you. And then Ken says, oh my gosh, I can't even believe how great this is. And there you go. And then Ken just basically verbatim sends it, and then, you know, you reply to that group email, and, and next thing you know, you're off and running. And if somebody is a fit, I just had a coaching call with a client um, who, who, you know, some people yeah. want to be a professional speaker. Some people just want to run a coaching business or a training business or just better networking. But I said to this guy, you know, not every person with a pulse is going to be your right fit client. They're just not. But you can talk to people. You're going to help people. You can plant positive seeds out there, and that's something that we should all do. I totally agree. And you have hit actually one of the biggest aspects of how we actually give meaning to words. So when we hear the word sales, we hear, I mean, a lot of people here use car salesmen, but the people that actually really understand what it is to be a professional salesperson is a, is a problem solver. And just like the introduction yeah. versus the referral they're hearing referral is a salesperson instead of introduction, which is a problem solver. That's it. Or, or, or um, a person to bring yep. value. Yes. It's about problem solving. It's about helping people. That's where the word introduction, you're helping two people, right? Let's get to know each other. So it's, well, it, that's the sweet spot. Well, I love the fact that we are in probably my two favorite categories. One is, creating a legacy, which is being an author, and the other one is being an influencer, which is being on stage and being a, an effective communicator. Was there a time earlier in your life that you knew you wanted to do this? What was the thing that actually caused you to say, this is all for me, this is what means the most to me? I think when we look back on our life, uh, and when you say that, uh, you mean being out, being a speaker, helping people, being a coach, a trainer, is that what you mean? I do, and, and I also... Books, helping people. I do mean that, and I also mean giving really the, the strength or the power to people so they actually are giving their inner voice out to the world? Um, it's one of these things, I think, for all of us, when we look back, you realize, oh, there was a total clear path of all of this stuff unraveling. I just didn't see it. So um, early on, I entertained people. And I'm thinking, you know, when I was a kid, I was a funny kid. Um, you brought up, uh, I think you brought it up, <laughs> I can't remember if it was right before we went live today, but um, I look Seinfeldish, <laughs> and I have for a while, and yes. to that I can only say, what's with that, why, why did that happen, why did hey. it happen, and if you could see my face, it would be ten times funnier. 
Hey, so, Jess, can I, can I cut in real quick? Because I, th- I was yeah. going to do this later, but since you're in Seinfeld mode, I have to just say, can you tell people about the upcoming event in November, Bean, Jerry? There's an event where you're going to learn how to speak to people like they don't know how to speak, but they're going to make money and monetize their knowledge. Why are we doing that? We should stay home. Don't go to any events at the end of November called Magnetic Speaker. Just stay home. Why would you want to make any extra money? I know, that's, I know. That's, that's awesome. the longest that I do. I usually do like two, three <laughs> sentences and it kills everybody. And then, and uh, because I still have that, the Seinfeldish New York face. I live in his town too, but um, we'll tell them about it. And I know you're coming up on your break. Well, I want, to tell, um, I want but, people to know how to get yeah. to the, the event because uh, it, this is an amazing location. Uh, most people don't go to an event where they're able to do their cardiovascular as well as, you know, actually get the, <laughs> the value of that. It's this amazing hotel that is so big that I, that I even joked. I said, I might have gotten my 10,000 steps, but I think for the room that we have, we're, we're closer to, um, to the rooms. But it's like if you're... This one's in Orlando, but there's some ones that you're just, it's an amazing sprawling hotel and, and there's a short time left on getting a really good rate on your rooms. But, but the short thing of it is this. So it's a three day event where you can learn to monetize your knowledge. So whether you want to be on a big stage, great. I'm going to show you how to do that. How do you do it? Where are the leads? Who's going to hire you? What are their titles? Where do you find these leads? How do you follow up on them? If you don't, say, I don't want to be on a big stage, but I want to have another type of speaking business like training or coaching, where I just want to spend my whole time doing teleseminars or webinars, I'm going to talk about all of the different business models for speaking. So it's all about the business of speaking. And I probably do about an hour and a half on some of the skills because I don't want people to go home without pieces of the puzzle, but it's not three days on you know, how to move around on the stage. Uh, I imagine I will be modeling that for you if I do what I'm supposed to be doing. But people will learn how to make money. And people who have signed up already, they've already gotten some information and people who saw me at some live events that they've already started making money. The gentleman at the last event that you were at, he already made $1,500. And he said, uh, the, the event, by the way, it's $497. I'm sure Ken will put a link down below where, whatever that we're looking at here. But right. um, wow. it's, it's $497 for three days. It's ridiculous. Most of my events are uh, – most of the things I do, you either have to get in at a $10,000 level if it's, if it's private or you show up and it, I just did a thing last week. It was $2,500 a person for a one-day event. So the fact that we're doing this event, obviously, um, we have, you know, it's not going to just be you. It's going to be other folks there. Uh, and we spread that out. We uh, spread out the pricing over a number of people. It's going to be amazing. But you're also going to have plenty of chances to be able to ask questions and be able to, uh, I just have a really cool way of being able to get to many, 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 many questions and customize around the people there. So it's an awesome event. And uh, I'll let Ken put a link in there. Yeah, of course. And I'll put that up tomorrow. And, and the reason he's able to answer so many questions, and I have seen him answer literally almost a Guinness World Book record. I don't know what the record is in uh, eight hours, but 
someone will ask a question, he'll say no comment. And so he'll just go right through each question, no comment, no comment. So it's, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, no, they had to, it had to be 24 hours. So the Guinness record for what? Something speaking related. I was interviewed the most times in 24 hours. It was 112 different radio stations. It had to be five minutes longer, longer. What were they interviewing me about? A book about speaking. <laughs> it's all big loop. And, uh, you know, big question that probably a lot of people are asking after hearing the size of the location. So what I did, I did something smart. I, I uh, got a, a lift from the airport to the hotel, checked in the hotel, and uh, went up to my room, dropped my bags, then got a lift from the hotel to the actual event space. And that saved me like at least 15 minutes of walking. So are you going to be doing shuttles? Uh, a lot of people are probably wondering, are you going to do shuttles from the Where, me room? personally? Yeah. yeah. It's me personally from, back and forth. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't do that. That's the kind of thing we don't need at the last of the segment, right? No, we don't need. No, no, no. I'm sure that there's, I'm sure there's plenty of transportation options that's going to be the least of people's issues. Um, it's all the great, great information. But we did share a ride. It was, it was a lot of fun um, meeting Ken and, and uh, hearing about his life and how he really, the legacy piece that you brought up is, uh, is a great piece that, you know, as we all get a little bit older, we, we uh, you know, think about how am I making the world a better place? And, you know, how do I, uh, you know, how do I reach others? You know, even if it's the people in my main circles, Right. So it's um, I, I, it is a pleasure and an honor to be on your broadcast today. Well, I'll tell you, a lot of people don't have the guts to take a ten thousand dollar conference. It's three days long and drop down to four ninety seven. But I've seen people literally shell out nine hundred nine thousand five hundred in cash as a thank you to you for all the value you give. So you have. It's, well, maybe 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 I, I don't didn't know. See that. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> if you but, were standing there. You know, to watch that, to watch that happen, but um, uh, and those are usually the, my uh, uh, private clients where where I do programs. But um, and Ken's having fun with it. But yeah, it's the this is probably one of the best ways in to learn these these techniques. It's three days of being specific, three days, eight hours each, eight sixteen. That's twenty four hours of material, and I have I, I'll be teaching about four to five hours each day, and then we have other speakers. Uh, who are subject matter experts on uh, branding and, and LinkedIn, how do you find leads on LinkedIn, what should you be doing there, and, and books and some other uh, business building so that um, you know, it keeps it interesting and they can go deeper in their own way. Well, yes, I was having fun, Jess, and I will say that uh, the hour you gave at Author 101, anyone that was listening and applied even a little bit of what you said, they're – their income would be changed as well as their life. And a lot of people that are having fears about getting on stage, it is really amazing when you listen to Jess and he tells you the secrets of how to actually be and, and how to actually cause the audience to relate to you and get your message out there. Your life is transformed and it will not only never be the same, but you'll be living a life you love and it's fully expressed. So Jess, I'm not only excited that you're on the show, I'm excited to be working with you because you really are talking about the biggest topic that anyone could actually master, which is the power of communication and the power of actually being on stage and feeling comfortable talking to an audience as if they were talking to someone they love. So great job. We're gonna come back in a couple minutes. 
and we're going to dig deeper and Jess will be going completely in Morse code. So for those of you who have studied that extensively, you're going to enjoy the second half of this show. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, we are back for the second segment, and we are hitting the ground running. I'll tell you what. Jess Toddfield has given us some great insights, some great content, and some great advice on what you can get when you come to the conference. Whether you go to the conference or not, I will tell you that the second half of the show is going to be all content, and he is the number one bestseller of a book called Media Secrets, a media training course, crash course. And I, I, when I was on break, I was just thinking, we didn't really ask Jess why he's so passionate about doing this, because I can see her on stage. He doesn't hold anything back. He is completely transparent. He wants the people in the audience whether they buy or not, to leave saying, this guy is all value. So what was it that caused you to choose this? And, and more importantly, what was the thing that, uh, well, who was the mentor or what was the inspirational part that actually made it cause? Um, you know, that, that made this all come together for me? Exactly. Well, you know, I, along the way, people would say, I mean, they'd hear me on the phone, even when I was a TV producer, just helping, giving advice, uh, pointing people in the right direction. Uh, they would say, you should be a life coach. I hear you on the phone. I hear you talking. And I was like, I said, I, you know, I, you know, I don't know about that or, you know, I'm nothing against life coaches. I just, it's not, wasn't on my radar. Uh, you know, I was just doing my, do, you know, doing my job. And they're like, no, you're not doing your job. You're helping people. Uh, there's a great Zig Ziglar quote. I mean, if you help people get what they want, they'll help you get what you want. And, um, and I didn't want anything, <laughs> which is one of the, one of the just things I talk about is give to give, um, right. and that things will still hap- happen for you as opposed to give and you shall receive, which is there's the, you know the big focus on I'm trying to get something, um, right. and what happens is you pl- plant many positive seeds out there. So yeah, there was a lot of um, that's something that would pop up. We started saying in the last segment about you know things that popped up along the way of, you know, oh, you should be doing this. And then even though, you know, the two areas I help people, which is um, uh, speaker or speaking training and media training, teaching them to speak to the media subset of speaking, um, in the midst of talking about skills, 
I might, you know, say something about give to give or uh, there's something else I talk about, which is I say, don't try to be, you know, me on camera or on, right now in this interview or giving a speech. Don't try to be someone else that you love or want to emulate like, you know, Oprah or Tony Robbins or whoever it is. Um, be number one at being you. So, you know, the more I started saying things like this, uh, people, you know, they really, it really resonated with them. So it's just a matter of, and I don't lead as a motivational speaker, but I think all of us should always be motivating people to do something. You know, if you're a salesperson, you know, you mentioned that, that sometimes there's the negative mindset behind, you know, oh, I got to sell a sell. Um, you should be motivating people to do something, you know, to fix their problems. You know, how can they do that? Obviously, you're one of the, you would be one of the solutions, or you're going to recommend some other person who is the solution. So we're always motivating people. Yeah, it's something that showed up along the way, and, and uh, I'm proud to plant those seeds and help people. Hopefully, we'll help people today. I'm sure we will. And what was it that actually caused you to have this as a reason to actually help people? What's holding people back from actually being who they want to be? Um, I know it's not going to be, it will be a surprise and it won't be a surprise, but get ready, everybody. It's yourself. You're helping, you're holding yourself back. And some people might say, what do you mean? I want to make these things happen. Well, usually we're the ones getting in our own way. And it's often even just setting our own limits. You know, oh, I, I can't do that. Or I couldn't do it this year. Or I need to. I hear a lot of people say, oh, I need to get these certifications first, or I need to go and take a special, um, you know, college class or get a bunch of, get a new degree. Um, and obviously, if you're planning to be a doctor, you better get a degree before <laughs> you start operating on people. But most of the time, there's, uh, it's just limits that we put in front of ourselves. You know, even taking uh, being an author, uh, when I first started out, and I was transitioning from being a TV producer to owning my own business and being a you know coach and a speaker and a consultant. I did not have a book yet, and you know I knew it wasn't going to happen overnight. It would take some effort. But what I did was I recorded right into my computer an hour of me talking, and at that time the main focus was about media. So I did an hour on secrets to getting free publicity on TV. That was the hour. And, and at the time, I was nervous, you know, will I have enough for an hour? You know, now you know I have a three-day event coming up. I can easily, as my wife likes to say, just can talk for a month straight. <laughs> if you let him, he'll do it. But people, I'll just make it feel like a month. No, 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 I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm not, that would be too long. I'm not going to do that. But the point is, I was able to speak for an hour and then turn that into a learning product. So this is one of the speaker strategies of monetizing. And then I had this, this audio that I could sell for 30 bucks, and I had no book yet. they say, oh, do you have a book? Uh, I'd say, well, actually, I have an upcoming book, but the audio is out already. And they'd say, that's fantastic. And they'd go buy it. Uh, or I'd bundle it in with, with training. So the point is, um, there's a lot that everybody can do right now to move forward. And and the original question, just because I like to, I like to walk off on tangents and bring it back. Was 
Um, the original question was about us setting our own, where are the limits? We set our own limits. It's us. Sorry, people. <laughs> it's you. Uh, well, but the good news is you're also part of the solution. And you can, you can course correct easily. Well, thank you for coming back on that tangent because I know your typical MO is to go on a tangent and never come back. So thank you for that. Is this uh, <laughs> Media Secrets? How many books do you have? Um, four books that are related to speaking. I've, I've written chapters in other books. But, um, yeah, the, the new one you mentioned is about speaking to the media called Media Secrets. Uh, everything's a secret that, that I give away. There are lots of secrets. And then the other ones were with uh, an old business partner where we, uh, uh, another one about media, two about public speaking. And I'm sure in the next year, I'll probably have another one out about uh, being a magnetic speaker. I would guess so. And so what, how important is it to have a book? How did that change your life? So it's instant credibility right away to have a book. Of course, you feel great. Because you feel like the authority that you know you are. And, you know, we're talking about getting people getting in their own way. You know, sometimes we, we don't feel like we are yet because we're just talking about it in a vacuum. Uh, we think we, we're talking about it in a vacuum. So, you know, we realize I really am the authority. I wrote a whole book on this. Um, and there are all sorts of limits people set when, when certainly writing your first book of being slow. And believe me, I've done it. Uh, I've done it where it took me years and years to, I would start writing and then I would stop and then I go back and I have to redo pieces that I had. Um, but it is a great, great piece of the puzzle. So not only do I, uh, do I continue to sell books on Amazon and I see checks come in, it's direct deposit now, but you know what I mean? And they come in, uh, which is fantastic. Um, and I have sold books actually in bookstores, but I focus a little bit less on that because my take is for my subject matter, people are just going to look online. They're either going to hear about it through me or, or go on Amazon and put in the right keywords. But it's an amazing piece of marketing that um, in this day and age when there is more opportunity to create your own media, books being one of them, you know, why wouldn't you put, uh, your, uh, share your knowledge with the rest of the world? Why wouldn't you do that? You should definitely do that. And I actually don't have an answer for that because why would you not? Why would you not? <laughs> All right. So what's the biggest recommendation you have for people that are actually trying to get out of their own way? Um, one is to recognize it. You know, just take a close look. How are you getting in your own way? And the other is uh, go out, educate yourself or get a coach. Get somebody who is outside of your own body your own brain who can objectively say to you, uh, I see you doing these 85 different things. Maybe you should just do these three right now. You know what? And which three? Ah, these three. So, you know, we all need that, me included. I'm too close to my business. And I have coaches and I have my wife works with me in the business. And sometimes you know, I'll get excited about something, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to write a book about this other thing. And she'll say, or <laughs> you can finish the thing that you have that is leading up to something at the end of the month and see that through properly. And I'll take a deep breath and be like, yes, this is, this is why you're an officer of the company. 
And, um, you know, she'll be like, ah, yeah, you know, no, it's the case. So, yeah, we just, we, we need guidance. We can't do it all ourselves. We need to have other people helping us. That's my main thought on that. I totally agree with you because when you're doing this alone, you actually sabotage yourself. When you actually have people that call you to do accountability action, you actually create the person you want to be. So there was this person that um, you met, and I unfortunately did not meet, who had a character on their hand, and they were able to convince you to talk to them. Can you share that story? Because I think that's a great story. <laughs> so when we met at this conference, Ken and I were... Uh, we're just, you know, being two guys just being silly together and, and kind of riffing off of each other, just being cute, which I will mention, uh, and I, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I did stand up about 15, 17 years ago for a few years on the side. Uh, I, thought the eight, I thought it was 18. I thought it was 18 years. So <laughs> it, was only, it was 18 years. <laughs> you know, uh-oh, fake news. And, um, and uh, so, what, so I, you know, it's fun for me to, to meet somebody else who, you know, is, is a fun guy and somebody who uh, has areas that he takes very seriously. I can tell that he very, he's very serious about helping everybody who's tuning in and giving you all the amazing content, but also just enjoying life. So the two of us instantly connected on that. So the story was, I met this woman at a conference and she uh, she was. She held, had a ventriloquist. Uh, what do you call it? Ventriloquist dummy. Is it right. is it PC to call it a dummy? Uh, Maybe I, it's I think a puppet it's just, nowadays. No, it's no. I don't no, want to get in not. trouble. It's, it's just no. It's 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 a little slow. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the internet will be against me. But so she she said um, uh, she walks up to me and she said and I said oh hey nice to meet you and then as the dummy she goes, no no it's me over here talk to me over here and she. Nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And I was exhausted. It was a, a four-day conference. It was probably day three. So I was tired, and I just didn't feel like talking to the puppet. Um, but I was very polite. <laughs> and I talked to the puppet briefly, but it was freaking me out a little bit. I don't know why. <laughs> I told Ken. I said, I don't know why, but it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a little weird. And, um, so I, you know, I said something nice about, you know, Oh, tell me about all your hobbies. <laughs> it's like, why? I'm so tired. It's the end of the day. It was like a dinner, a cocktail party thing. And, um, uh, yeah. And then th- this person was uh, a speaker also. So, uh, I was telling Ken about this. And then when I was acting out the story, um, I was using my hand. So imagine doing a hand puppet thing right now, all of you listening in, but you have no puppet on there. So my hand is just like moving around, like Kermit, look very Kermit the Frog-like. And um, uh, so we're doing it back and forth. And then we, I recognized how silly it looked, even me reenacting this, that anyone else at the conference sees me doing it and says, oh, yeah, that guy is crazy, which one level above regular crazy is crazy. Anyway, so... Um, Ken and I then said we should just do that at the rest of the conference. So during my speech, Ken is taking pictures. As I said, it's one of the things uh, that he does to just meet everybody at the whole event. Taking pictures of them, taking pictures of me, and then he kind of gets down low in the in the aisle. <laughs> he starts he starts doing the thing with his hand like a hand puppet. Um, 
referencing our thing together because I said I have to work that in somehow today. Um, and you worked it in today, which is even better. So, people, here's a lesson. <laughs> Don't creep people out at events. Oh, this is, this is the other important thing. So I looked her up after you and I talked about her. Um, she, that's not even her thing. I thought for sure, like, oh, well, you know, that's what she does for a living. That's why she wanted me to talk to this puppet. No, she just wanted to freak me out. I don't, I shouldn't be, have been freaked out about it. I was just tired. You know, she's just having fun, maybe. That's or freaky, actually. Like I'm sorry, no, it's freaky. For no reason. It's freaky. Because it's freaky because being yourself on stage is actually showing your true self. And going to the hand is actually saying, it's not me, it's the hand. So I, I think it's actually a pretty <laughs> cool right. analogy. Maybe that's it. It's not me. And I, I, I've done a lot of interviews, as you know. But I was on a panel once, and Jeff Dunham, who is an amazing professional ventriloquist, um, was also on. I was not freaked out by him. Super nice guy. I don't know if you guys know Jeff Dunham. He has lots of, lots of fans across the country in uh, HBO specials or Netflix specials. He has all these things. Um, and I once saw him do a thing where he had eight puppets going at the same time. He kind of put them wow. on some sort of a stand. Yeah, and I don't know how he was able to go back and forth between all of them, both voice-wise and put his hands in the right spot. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was amazing stuff. So, so you can be, maybe the conversation is about, you know, when you're an expert about something and when you've crossed the line to being weird about something. It's a little totally. weird. So, I agree with you. How do we know? Well, we, we do know that. because when you go to your event, it actually brings out the real you. And the real you right. is actually who you want to be. So I think if people go to this event, they will have their life transformed. Not I think, I know. And so what is the actual thing that they want to do right now? They want to go to what link? Oh, where should they go? Um, uh, MagneticSpeaker.com, but you're going to put a link down below and make it even faster and easier for them. Um, but basically, this is the premier event. It's happening very soon. I don't want to date your podcast if people hear it after a few weeks from now, um, but it's happening very soon at the end of this month. Uh-huh. But, it, but it, uh, you know, maybe if they want well, to end up hearing the podcast. How often do you have these, how often do you have these events? Uh, about every six months, about every six months. And the, this next one is going to be amazing because of the other, uh, not because of, <laughs> because of me, no, because of uh, me and the other speakers who will be there and be sharing. And I just added somebody who, um, she's worked for speaker bureaus. So what, what do speaker bureaus look for and what do they need to be able to book you? That's another way for people to say, I want to be a speaker, and how do I get in with them? So she'll be, uh, she was, you know, I have a lot of people in various circles of mine as someone who works as a speaker. So uh, she'll be there and sharing. So it's going to be amazing. Uh, you're going to get a lot of uh, personalized content because of a little special way that I get everybody to uh, write down co questions that they want to hear. There's actually, if you go over to the website, um, magneticspeaker.com, you'll see that there's a VIP option. So we actually have, uh, you can join us for two breakfasts and uh, two breakfast sessions where you get, you know, whole food, you get a catered thing, as well as a really fancy dinner and hobnob with some 
uh, of the other top, top people who are there and, and then get some extra special content that I'll be providing. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm really proud to offer this because, uh, you know, over the years, really a lot of what I, my main programs are usually about skills. And I have more than three days' worth that I can give people on how to run a real business, monetizing your knowledge in the many, many ways beyond the one that people think of, which is, you know, the, the, which is basically, you know, I'm going to get up on the big stage and you want to get on a big stage? Great. We're going to talk about that. But also about all of the ways, like I had said, you can, I have a buddy who, who, uh, my, I have various speaker friends who are out there and this guy basically does teleseminars and webinars. And his joke is that he never has to put shoes on. And he told this, uh, at one of the National Speakers Association conferences, uh, he's, he's a great guy. He talks about marketing. His name's David Newman. Uh, so people could look him up. But he, he put the picture on, on, on the screen. He was talking to about 2,000 people uh, that he gets to, you know, make multiple six figures and doesn't have to put his shoes on. It has a picture of him dressed nicely but no shoes on. And then he realized at the moment, he said, I think this is the first time I've ever had no shoes on in either photo or something in front of actual people. Huh. Mm. <laughs> you know, it seems, it seemed not weird when I was sitting at my desk. And everybody laughed, of course. You know, well, it wasn't well, a close-up of his well, I want to go some very quick questions because we're getting down to the last segment. So we want to ask questions that can give the most value to our audience and also the people that are actually going to be at the event. So who are the biggest influential magnetic speakers you've uh, experienced? Um, I I would put somebody like a Tony Robbins in there for years. People said to me, have you ever been to one of his events? Have you ever seen how he is out in front of people? Even, you know, skills wise, what does he employ? What does he use as a tech, as techniques as a speaker? And obviously someone making a difference. Um, super impressed by um, how he helps people on the spot, how he uh, uses uh, energy and all modalities of learning uh, all at once, um, where it feels like uh, a rock concert even, because there's music playing and uh, the lights come down low and people can kind of, you know, have fun, jump around and all that stuff, um, which is not for everybody. You know, that's only one part of it. Um, you could also just sit in your seat and, and, and learn. But he's somebody I've been impressed by. Um, you know, the uh, let's see, uh, Sheryl Sandberg, who um, who works for for Facebook. She wrote the book Lean In. Uh, I want to kind of bounce back and forth between men and women, not just name a bunch of of men. You know, she's somebody out there who what I like about her and not that she's and she's not the same kind of speaker like a Tony Robbins, who's, you know, this powerhouse and he's jumping up and down. She's somebody who just tells it like it is. We have a whole national dialogue going on right now about um, women and sexual harassment and sexual predators who are in the workplace and all that stuff. Uh, and she's been talking before this, not necessarily about that topic, but just about coming into your own power. And, but she does it in a totally different way. And for people, uh, if you haven't seen, say, one of her TED Talks, Cheryl Sandberg is, uh, Sandberg is, uh, 
is one of the other people out there. And so, yeah, I, I put them put them up there. Um, let's see here. What, the uh, there's well, the, let me cut. Let me cut in. Yeah, I'm gonna cut in. Go ahead. I want to cut in. And How about you? We are actually. We're actually what? We were actually at the last couple minutes, so I want to get as many questions as possible. So, real quick questions, quick answers. Here we go. Rapid fire. Uh, What's a book that changed your life? Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Another one. Another one is uh, The E-Myth by by Michael Gerber. Totally. And what are you most proud of? The Entrepreneur Myth. What's that? What are you most proud of? Um, My family. Uh, having a family that that I love and uh, to, living in a state of gratitude, and not it's not uh, things that drive me. That it's just uh, being grateful, everything uh, good and not so good. And you want to give a shout out to your kids um, with their first name. We actually, this is the truth. Maybe Ken knows this. He's walking me into this. We went and named them Sky, and then five years later, Miles, Sky Miles, like <laughs> like the Delta. Reward program, which they better give me extra points for that. They haven't done it. Um, but but let's face it, they're not tuning in on this. <laughs> they're, no, they're but they'll cool. listen later. They'll listen later. They're learning. They will later. They'll hear it one day and be very proud. Okay, and what's next for you? What's next for me is the Magnetic Speaker event, helping people to come into their own, like you just said, being fully expressed, be able to. This is a sweet spot, like a big Venn diagram of doing what you want, sharing what you should, helping other people, everybody getting what they want. The, the, ultimate, the ultimate win, 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 all the wins of whoever's involved. So, yeah, I'm super proud about that. That's my next big thing. And, yeah, it's great. And, what's, and, then, uh, and then falling asleep at night. <laughs> and what's the quote you live by? Um, I'm going to go back to give to give. I brought it up earlier, um, which is, you know, just uh, give, help people, put that out in the world. And, you know, stuff will come back, but don't be attached to, you know, but I help them so that I would ha-ha, get what I need. It's, it's something we can all do. And really quickly in Morse code, your favorite uh, quote transcribed into Morse code. Beep, 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 beep. All right, and your favorite Jer- Jerry uh, Seinfeld quote. Beep, beep, beep. My very Seinfeld. favorite Jerry Seinfeld what? Quote. Joke? Quote or, or joke? Your choice. It was shrinkage. It sounds <laughs> like a frightened turtle. All right, and how do people actually uh, connect with you? Um, I'm just too exclusive. You can't. You got to walk up to first class, <laughs> people. Sorry. Um, uh, they can reach out, uh, jess at magneticspeaker.com. Send me an email. What? He just gave out his email? Jess, <laughs> like Jesse, without the E on the end. Uh, J-E-S's and Sam S's and Sam at Magnetic Speaker. And say, hey, I heard you. I like this one thing. And we'll strike up a conversation. I will do my best to respond because I will also uh, tell everybody that I am a human being, so I'm not perfect. I will do my best. And if I'm super crazy busy on occasion, sometimes stuff might I might not write away, but I usually do. I'm usually pretty good at it. All right. Well, Jess Todfield, you have been amplified, and I look forward to being at your event. On November 30th, we will Woo-hoo. put a link to the event. And you are dynamic. You're a media secret 
entrepreneur, and you're going to cause lots of great leaders to be more powerful. So thank you very much for being on the show, and we'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.